0: Mike Rowe, everybody's favorite working guy.
1: <laughs> well, opinions vary, but thank you.
0: How are you doing, my friend? I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, we both discovered that we worked for Home Shopping Network one time.
1: I remember. It was a traumatic revelation. Uh, but if I've learned anything about the past vis-a-vis YouTube, if you can't outrun it, you might as well embrace it.
0: That's right. Uh, uh, a take on the Satchel page quote, you know, never look behind you, it might be gaining. <laughs> um, let's chat a little bit about uh, uh, about the show about this special show uh, that you're doing on returning the favor uh honoring veterans and I think this is a beautiful beautiful thing
1: thanks and um, you know to be honest we didn't really set out to make so much of this show a focus on veterans we've done a hundred episodes so far but as we got into it season after season, I found that we kept returning to veteran causes. And of course, the reason is these, you know, the whole PTSD and the suicide rate is just, I mean, it's a scandal. And what I saw were hundreds of small organizations all around the country doing really non-traditional things to try and combat this scourge. And this Veterans Day, uh, just a couple of days ago, we found a terrific guy up in Maine named Dan Waite who was who basically healed himself by reconnecting to the outdoors and figured he might be able to help other vets do the same thing. A long story short, he's done it. He's literally saving lives up in the woods of Maine by taking people who really don't have much experience hunting, fishing, outdoor adventure. He takes them on these amazing trips and gets them completely out of their heads. And the results are something between therapeutic and miraculous.
0: There is something about being outdoors. There's some kind of fishing therapy and hunting therapy that goes on even with people that don't suffer from, from this. It recharges you and regenerates you.
1: That's true. Um, and, and it also, for, for these guys in particular, sort of reignites the band of brothers mentality that in so many cases they wind up missing and grieving. You know you're you're so close when you're over there, and you're trained to go over there. There's boot camp and there's basic, but there's no reverse boot camp. So so many times when these men and women come back, they've they've not only lost the mission that they were on, they've lost the sense of connection and camaraderie, and so to get that back, many times you have to do something that's completely uh, foreign but you also have to get a group back together again. And that's what working in the outdoors does. Dan Waite up there in Maine is doing great, great work, but I've done the same kind of work with a guy who takes vets into the swamps down in Florida to catch giant pythons. It's the same sort of thing. You're on a mission, you're together, and you're trying to get it done. Uh, It it makes a huge difference.
0: It does make a huge difference. And I think... We sometimes, as as Americans, I mean, we love our first responders, we love our veterans, but somehow they slip out of our, our forethought, you know, and, and, and go into the, like the back burner. And we need to keep these people on the front burner. It's hard because out of sight, out of
1: mind, you know, half the percent of our population wears a uniform and 100% of our population benefits from it. It's not so different than farmers. One and a half percent of the people in this country feed 330 million of us three times a day and a good chunk of the rest of the world too. We just don't see it. So in so many cases, you're exactly right. It's it's out of sight, out of mind. It was the same phenomenon on, on dirty jobs. You know, we would profile... Sewer inspectors precisely because you can't see them. And if they stop showing up for work for a week or two, well, the streets are going to run with stuff you don't want to see the streets running with. And so it is it's easy to take a long list of stuff for granted. And if this COVID thing has any kind of silver lining, I think I think that's part of it. You know, people are beginning to realize again. Man, my whole world is only as secure as this as this internet connection or the Amazon driver or whatever. You know, some driver has to bring me my stuff now. We're 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 disconnected like we've never been, but we're also connected in ways that I that I've never seen.
0: And that's one of the beautiful things that you do with returning the favor is you you gently remind us without hitting us over the head that that this is still out there. These people exist, and they need to be honored and, and and put a spotlight on.
1: Well, thanks. You know, it's a tricky business because nobody wants a lecture. Nobody wants to be preached at. Nobody wants to, you know, have somebody shake their finger at them and say, don't forget this guy. You know, the, the trick is how do you pay a tribute, an honest tribute, without being overly earnest. Right. And, and so in that regard, my job really is to show up and just be an avatar, be a fly on the wall, try and try and participate as, as much as I can and get a sense of who these people are and what they're doing and and then let the viewer connect the dots.
0: Mike Rowe, you are uh, my hero. Uh, What can I say? Thank you for being part of our show.
1: Well, you're welcome. And uh, there's a long list of more eligible heroes. I'll be happy to send it to you. But in the meantime, I I will bask in your flattery.
0: Thank you so much. And you have a great afternoon.
1: You too.